Welcome back, and you've tuned into the Bellingham Podcast for the week of September 29, 2019. This is episode 131. Yes, I know it's been a few weeks, but from that city by the Salish Sea, I am still AJ Barsay. Oh, and wait a minute. Let me get a toothpick out of my mouth. I'm Chris Powell. On this episode, out on the road today, I saw a deadhead sticker on a Cadillac. A little voice inside my head said, you know, Chris, you and AJ should do a show on Bellingham's food truck culture. I thought I knew what street food was. What did I know? Those days are gone forever. I should just let them go. But right now, lovers of mobile grub, you're listening to the Bellingham Podcast. Well, I should say, how have you been, Chris? (laughs) I've been pent up, locked up, caged up. I'm so happy to get back on the stick. How are you, AJ? Good, good. So, uh, Did you catch the hook? Uh, no, I just I caught the, the. Oh, dude. Okay. Dude, I I am not a hipster like you, yo. I don't I don't I don't know these How can things. Don Henley be a hipster? Well, I know Don. Well, okay. the boys of summer have gone. Oh, yeah. Man, there's Don a Henley. multiple layer from my hooks in this yes, show. I know, I know, and it's hard to peel back because sometimes you make me weep like an onion. Drink more caffeine. <laughs> anyway, welcome back. How were things? Good, good. Uh, so previously on on our on episode 130, what turned into uh just a scheduling nightmare between the last the I mean we you and I both caught the last fleeting glimpse of summer um and we did our family vacations and then uh life happened and there was some some stuff so we apologize that we were off the mic for so long but uh we 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 had to take care of our yeah a message bellingham at bellinghampodcast.com email for a money back guarantee <laughs> on the time that we weren't available anyway appreciate y'all still subscribing to us for the four of you that are left uh welcome back uh, but anyway let's talk about food trucks mm, i love food and i love trucks yes and combine them together it's a tasty uh opportunity yeah so in 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 the city of subdued excitement we have a budding growing um onslaught, i mean of of food trucks absolutely like something that is very quaint and hip and well known in the portland area sup pdx hello portland i mean bellingham has uh, been on the rise with for several years now so much so we got a rodeo. Indeed. Uh, so depending on when you listen to this, uh, thanks for listening. But at the time of recording, there is an uh, upcoming event on Saturday, uh, September 28th at the Barkley Village Green. It's a Bellingham food truck fest. In it's which, a rodeo. Yes, it's a exactly. Rodeo. They uh, Over 25, I believe, food trucks will be circling the wagons, if you yeah! will. Uh, and people need to get tickets because when you get a ticket to get in... Uh, you get truck bucks. Watch me enunciate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> truck bucks. That's right. And you can, so for a plate of chow, you can uh, give like, what, seven, eight truck bucks? Sure. And so you get a decent amount. And then you get a wonderful sampling of what uh, cuisine is available. My wife and I went to this one last year and had a had a dilly of a time. It was really cool. Live music, uh, lots of cool people around, and you get a chance to peruse some trucks that you may not necessarily notice on your daily travels. And also what's kind of cool about our town is a lot of our food trucks, or some of our food trucks, I should say, not a lot, but some of our food trucks are actually attached to formal restaurants. So like this is like their 
outreach food wagon, as it were. You no, know, the to, OFW. Yeah, exactly. The OFW. <laughs> OMG, right. yo. You down with OFW? <laughs> I am. I am. Yeah. Uh, so what's cool about this is like, for instance, a lot of these food trucks that we'll talk about, like their their predominant restaurant may be in downtown Bellingham, but for those of you on or the Whatcom, guide. Or Whatcom County. Or Whatcom County. Those of you out in the guide or out in Ferndale, this is how these uh, these uh, grubmobiles uh, are able to kind of promote the restaurant and that we don't have to go all the way into town. You just had a million dollar idea for a grubmobile. Grubmobile. When I'm done being a technologist, I'm going to open up a food truck called the grubmobile. What kind of food am I going to serve? It doesn't matter. I'm going to serve whatever the heck I want. Dude, we could even have like a Disney hook. I could be Tamoon. You could be Pumbaa. The grubmobile. Get it? That's get a it? definite possibility. We My might wife have might have squeed on that, that joke. We just might <laughs> need to talk about that one in the future sometime. <laughs> Should the technology business get a little bit uh, too much for us to <laughs> contend with? Anyway, hey, guess what, uh, Mr. Peabody? Uh, let's go back in the Wayback Machine to talk about the history of, quote unquote, food trucks. Like 10 years ago? Let's go back further. 20 years ago? Let's go back much further. Let's go back years ago? To, let's go back to 1691. Hot dog. Uh, something like that. Naturally, on the Bellingham podcast, for those of you who've listened for quite a while, you're familiar that we go back and do some research because we'd like to be able to provide factual information there, Narmi. Uh, did you know, back in 1691, there's a town called New Amsterdam, which is actually now known as New, New York. York. New York City, yeah. Um, 1691, they began regulating street vendors selling food from push carts. That's the start of a food truck in America. Right, right. Let's fast forward a couple centuries because, you know, it's kind of like Bill and Ted's uh, phone booth. Let's go back in history. <gasps> yeah, exactly. Totally. Uh, so in 1866, right after the uh, Civil War, there's a thing called a chuck wagon <laughs> chuck invented wagon. by Charles Goodnight. Even better. Yes. Uh, and, and, and Mr. Goodnight, Chuck, if you will, wanted to feed cattlemen and wagon trains. Back then, they didn't have Ubers. They had wagon trains traversing the Old West. So here's your entrepreneurial uh, juices flowing way back in the 19th century. Good on you, Chuckums. Indeed. So that was uh, 1866. And then right before the turn of the century back then, which would be the 19th century, 1894. Sausage vendors. So sausage, you may have read Upton Sinclair's The Jungle, talking about the sausage uh, industry the way back in that uh, classic novel. Sausage vendors in 1894 would sell their wares. Is sausage a ware, AJ? Um, maybe, I let's guess. Call it, let's call it their food. Uh, okay, their thing. Their <laughs> would, thing. Would sell, thing. Yes. Sausage vendors would sell their food outside student dorms at major Eastern universities, Ivy League style, like Yale, Harvard, Princeton, and Cornell. Pinky firmly planted in the air. <laughs> and they're, their sausage. <laughs> well, you know, what are you going to do when you're a college student and you're hungry? It's a beautiful mind and it's a beautiful sausage. That's right. And their carts were uh, were known as, quote, dog wagons. Even better. Of course. So uh, I took care of the early days of some of the highlights of uh, food truck or mobile food vending. AJ, take care of the 20th century for so us. So 20th century, we have 1917. So we fast forward from Harvard, Yale, and Cornell to uh, the U.S. Army. So the U.S. Army has mobile canteens or field kitchens. And this uh, was the, the way that they were able to bring food to the troops. Yes. Uh, then if we fast forward about another mm, 20 or so years, we actually get a piece of Americana, okay? Here it Ni comes. 1936. And I swear if you start whistling, 
I'm going to stop recording. I can't whistle, so I'm not going to. Okay, good. <laughs> no problem. Well, Oscar Meyer. Yes. Okay, you know the little hot dog whistle? I yeah, like, okay. I know yeah, that yeah. one. Oscar Meyer rolls out with their, their, their first portable hot dog cart, also known as the Mobile. Yeah, this is the first face palm uh, of marketing <laughs> that I can recall in history. But man, that the talk about mar- like people have like an uh, an affection for the the, the Mobile. Yeah, I don't for the record. Me, neither do I. But there is an emotional uh tie to a piece of great marketing and a wacky looking vehicle on the very road. Very wacky. Very right. wacky. Continue please. Have you seen the Mobile in real life? Yes. Same here. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. So let's fast forward uh, a couple more uh, decades. We've got uh, 1950s, um, no specific time frame, but we start to see ice cream trucks beginning to sell frozen treats. Ice cream! Yeah, and, and, and cue that wonderful music. The same, or uh, I wish I was in Dixie. Hooray. Yeah, that same song, every ice cream truck. Everywhere. We've heard it before. It's yeah. like a Pavlovian reaction. Exactly. So, and yes. immediately you're just like, I need to spend $7 on an ice cream cone. Yeah. So we've got 1974. Raul Martinez converted an ice cream truck into the nation's, our nation's, U.S., first taco truck and parked it outside of East Los Angeles Bar. Yeah. So the, here's a way you get to take a an institution and hack it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So I mean, if, if you think about it, Raul is just building off of what Chuck. Yeah. You know, m- m- Mr. Uh, Goodnight, if you will. Mr. Goodnight, Mr. Goodnight. Yes. You know, props on you, Mr. Martinez and Mr. Goodnight. Uh, and then we fast forward all the way to the good old year of July of 2006, where Wikipedia formally adds the words "food truck." Uh, into their list of entries, including the history of food trucks around the world, uh, courtesy of all of this is brought to you by history.com. Yes, exactly. Uh, there's, we got a little bit more information in our show notes. For the love of let me kill Mr. Drink. From a food truck. That's right. So uh, it's always good to know where we came from as we're approaching where we are and where things might be headed. Yeah, you know, granted, like some of you are probably thinking, New Amsterdam, 1691. I'm pretty sure the Romans were probably pulling a cart. Well, yeah, you know, but we don't have any specific dates. Hey, it's a 30-minute show. We can go on for hours about this stuff, but here's a little quick synopsis. Exactly. Yeah, speaking of, uh, you know, quick synopsis, uh, we are blessed to be uh, also syndicated by community-powered KMRE 102.3 FM. And also streaming online at KMRE.org. That's right. They air our show Mondays at 6.30 p.m. and Thursdays at 6 p.m. Should you all want to listen on the terrestrial radio here in Bellingham, 102.3 FM. And if you are tuning into us in your vehicle, whether it's a food truck or not, thank you. Thank you. And keep both hands on the wheel. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. AJ Barce. Chris Powell. You are back from time, and I know that your hunger, you're starting to get a little uh, salivated. Oh, yes. Where around Bellingham or Whatcom County are your favorite food trucks to patronize? Okay, so I'm going to, because you said Pavlov, and I've, I've, it's just that that one thing about the dee 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 Sugar Shack. Sugar Shack. Tell so me more. Sugar Shack is... The quintessential, cutest, oh my god, <laughs> ice cream truck that I have seen in oh. a long time. It's bright colors. It's like orange, turquoise, and white. 
um, the the at the time uh, that I I saw them, they were in our our neck of the woods even. Yes. Uh, over the summer, and a uh, very nice young lady who was who was driving and uh, and and operating this truck. Tasty snacks all around with you know uh, ice cream, ice cream sandwiches, popsicles, whatever. And ever since we made that just little joke, I really want an ice cream cone. Well, since since the 1950s, when the the, uh, the anachronistic or the evergreen ice cream truck yep. has uh, been around suburban neighborhoods. Yep. Yeah, Sugar Shack, they got it going on. Yeah. And you know, some of these events, I, I noticed in some cases, uh, Elizabeth Park Concert Series. Yep. That may, the Sugar Shack may make an appearance for the kiddos to get uh, sugared up. Dude, even in, uh, not even uh, past Ferndale, Blaine. I was mm-hmm. up at Blaine for the Pirate Days. Yes. And they were up there. Like, I mean, okay. they're everywhere. So one cannot exist on sugar alone. No, What, no, uh, what other uh, food trucks do you enjoy so i gotta look well, i gotta pour one out the rickshaw yes the and, rickshaw. we miss the oh the rickshaw so the rickshaw was this great uh asian fusion yes. bowl place that was uh down off of what state street it was on state street back in the day yeah and then they had a, a food truck um and also chris and myself probably had way too many punch cards when they we helped keep them afloat for yes. a while. Yeah, yeah. but uh, unfortunately, like they're on our list, and it's on several lists in uh, on Bellingham's uh, websites and stuff. We got to pour one out. They're not around, and they've even shut down their Facebook page and yeah. stuff, which was a shame. But I, I gotta say, the rickshaw, we kept them afloat for a really long time. It was a great place, but uh, yeah. So for for me, um, I. Uh, enjoy uh, a particular food truck. My wife actually married one. Oh, yeah. uh, it's called Hot Mess. Ah. Yeah, because uh, I am, ladies and gentlemen, a hot mess. And to have a <laughs> sandwich uh, from there is a greasy... It's it's horrible for those who were raised to uh, have the correct dining table etiquette. Mm. However, it's good. Oh, man. So, yeah, they're usually on James Street uh, in Bellingham. Keep your eyes peeled, but also watch the cars and the pedestrians around James Street because that road is a nightmare in Bellingham. Oh, completely. Around rush hour and uh, other times as well. So so a food truck for me that's still in uh, in operation, Yes, Burrito King. Oh, yes. Dude, Burrito King. So Burrito King actually has, fun fact, if you ask most people in this town, they think Burrito King as the food truck or um, students know them up on, on Western's campus. Mm-hmm. They actually do have a little uh, restaurant. It's uh, down... Up 32nd Street. 32nd Street, yeah. around Starvin that area. Sam's. Yep, yeah. it's in the Starvin' Sam's, and that's actually their storefront. Uh, I accidentally found that out because I needed to find some Burrito King, and the Google pointed me there. So <laughs> I was able to uh, save my wife's belly and get uh, a burrito from both uh, their food truck, which you'll see parked out there, or... Um, around Whatcom County, but also they have a storefront down there. And thanks, and thanks very much for uh, taking care of your wife's gut. Oh yes, best burritos, <laughs> best burritos. I, I am a fan of. Uh, sometimes I, you know, my, my family will go uh, when we don't feel like cooking, or we're with our relatives. Uh, we just want to get a Dern quesadilla. A dilla. And uh, there's a place called AK Tacos. AK. If you're if you're Merkin, it's. A Q U E tacos, but uh, their uh, the location varies, but they do have some really good uh, Mexican foods uh, for you to be able to enjoy. And I'm just a fan. If you keep your eyes peeled for Ake, okay. also uh, I'm down with La Gloria. 
Oh, yeah, Liguria's good. Oh, it's good stuff. Uh, well, they got their main uh, store on Meridian Street, uh, kind of near Westerly, around People's Bank, mm-hmm. and that uh, store that is really uh, lame that talks about people in love uh, on Meridian Street. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what are you talking Oh, Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. It. Anyway, so a big fan of that. But... Should you go to the Bellingham <laughs> Food Truck Fest, you're going to have a whole lot more to choose from. I think last year there was one called Sage. Keep mm. your eye peeled for a, a truck called Sage. They had some really tasty friggin' food. Uh, wait, got to keep this clean. Uh, no, I really enjoyed the Sage food truck. They're good stuff. So we have uh, we have some information. Uh, if you wanted to just uh, check out some more resources about what your type of food cuisine might uh, entail, mm-hmm. Bellingham Food Trucks Plural dot com will take you to a site that uh, is kind of like a list of what's going on uh, around our county and our, and our city. Totally. So outside, because you and I gravitate towards the Mexican food trucks. Oh, yeah. What other food trucks would you, I mean, other than Hot Mess, because you are one. Yes. Um, what other, I mean, we've got, we've got other food trucks out there. We've got, uh, like I said, um, we did have the rickshaw under the Asian and, and, and fusion style barbecue trucks. Do you have, yes. a, do you have a good ba- barbecue recommendation? I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with my homie JT smoking barbecue. No, I don't know. I don't know JT. We're yeah. not friends, but I always say my homie. Uh, <laughs> I'm definitely a fan of some of the pulled pork. Yeah. Uh, it, good brisket. It, yes. And, um, and f- when I have the barbecue urge, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll throw down a tenor on uh, some of this. And oh, by the way, public service announcement from the Bellingham Podcasts. When you're ordering food from a food truck, tip yo food truck people. <laughs> it's a way to get, show some love and help them out to sustain their business and keep them uh, continuing on in this wonderful uh, preparing food for us in a mobile uh, aspect. So, you know, throw a couple bucks in the tip jar when when you uh, get your food. Completely. But I'm down with JT's. How about you? What's uh, Is there a barbecue jo- uh, joint around you enjoy? Yeah, I was going to say JT's. Uh, okay, so that's, that's what we've got for, the, for those that uh, love to take on uh, animals of the flesh. What about some uh, what about some vegan options? Do you know of any? Um, you know, I am not quite familiar with the vegan side, although I'm not opposed to it. We should yeah. probably check with our friend vegan in, in Bellingham, Bellingham Clarissa, uh, <laughs> to be able to get some insight into what's going on. But the reason why I throw that out is because, yeah. like, I mean, we we hit on Mexican and we we're hitting on on barbecue, but there are some food trucks that are dedicated to those that are um, veggie forward or vegan, diet conscious, diet conscious. Yes, something to consider as you are. Uh, getting your plate of awesome from a particular food vendor, uh, you may be offered or see a uh, container of plastic silverware. Allow me to uh, submit to you that if you were to purchase uh, a set of bamboo utensils, uh, they come in a nice little sheath. What a great way to have some mobile uh, silverware cutlery or other uh, types that you'd be able to have with you at all times, easy to wash, and then you stick it in your glove compartment whenever you go. You all, you don't have to be resorted to uh, knifing a plastic knife to try yeah, to yeah. saw through knifing. whatever. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying. No, you know what? Please do not resort to knifing in this town. Yeah, we want to keep, the, the, keep Bellingham clean. Uh, <laughs> But at least uh, check out some bamboo uh, cutlery or uh, utensils that you might be able to find on any online website of your choice 
Or perhaps maybe Yo, community food co-op. I am going to call out this town, Chris. Oh, please do. Because I'm sorry. In my own in my truck, I actually carry the same uh, backpacking utensils that I bring out in my REI bag when I hit the mountains. It's made by Columbia. I'll put a link in the show notes. For the love of Phil Campbell, drink. And it's really, it's got a fork, it's got a spoon, it's got a knife, and then it splits into two so that you can have a knife and a spoon or a knife and fork. Look. All my backpacking homies out there, we got no excuse. If you want to be more ecocentric, we've got all the tools. Get it out of the tub and keep it in your rig when you're out in the streets. Unless that you would be tossing away uh, from plastic silverware in addition to your paper plate, perhaps. Word. Yes, exactly. So, okay, so we've got we've got uh, those for the, the meat-centric, the non-meat-centric. Uh, we cannot harp enough on the awesome Mexican we got in this town. Pizza. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm down with Goat Mountain. Yeah, you and I are the same way. <laughs> we're, we're, did we goat. both mutually yeah, yeah, seriously yeah, pick that one? Yeah, I'll go, I'll go on this one. Goat Mountain downtown on Holly Street uh, is a really they, – they take some care yeah. in, in creating their pizza. And it's, uh, a, it's a solid slab of pizza. Yeah, it's, it's tall. It's substantial. It is oofda. Oofda indeed, uh, depending on what nationality you're from. Uh, they do have a pizza wagon that would be in various locations. Unfortunately, you can't hold them to one, just one location. Yeah. But keep your eye peeled. They are worth the stop and worth the time when you uh, get that hunger. So let me ask you this. There's one on our list that I got to know if you've tried. Try me. Waffle Stop. Nope. Ah, I got to... So that that one I'm, I want to find out more about because I am always down for a late night waffle. So it looks like it's on Champion Street, uh, Waffle Stop, W-A-F-L, which could be like a television station on the East Coast. <laughs> but uh, You've tuned into W-A-F-L. Little known fact. Yeah. All TV stations west of the Mississippi have K yeah. and all TV stations east of the Mississippi have W. By the way, who watches TV stations anymore. It's all on Netflix and Apple TV and Amazon and Hulu right TV, now. TV, what is that? Yeah, exactly. How do they stream? Anyway, anyway, WAFL stop on Champion Street. Belgian waffles. Yeah, I just love the fact that there's one category for Belgian and there is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so I think we pretty much covered a whole lot of options available for Bellingham and Whatcom County. So, Chris Powell, let me put you on the mic. Oh, dear. Out of all of the awesomeness that is in this town, what is one place you desperately wish they had a food truck? I desperately wish, and this is my million dollar, dollar idea, in case I decide to throw up my hands and go forget the technology business, I'm opening my food truck. I'm going to hire a sushi chef par excellence, and I'm going to have... I don't know. Mongo Sushi. <laughs> That's a great no, name. No, 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 no. Sushi Roll. Sushi Roll. Ah, uh, ro- ro- Rolling Sushi. Something <laughs> like that. Anyway, I wish there would be a sushi food truck in Bellingham, Whatcom County, uh, because... The way I'd have it is you, you've got the rice. That's great. You can have, you know, the, the sticky rice is awesome. The, the kelp, seaweed, uh, nori rolls that you roll things up. Yep. Yeah, we got to be careful about the, the, the raw materials. Right. But three or four choices. I don't want to have 20 choices of the cutely named rolls. Give me a California roll. Word. Give me a spicy tuna. Make a Bellingham roll. A, a Bellingham roll or a Yo Mama roll, which has all the stuff from, oh. you know, yeah. Uh, just have three or four selections, six bucks for a roll of eight pieces, yeah. and you're on your way. 
Dude, make that a thing. That should be your side hustle to your side hustle of the hustle. That's right. It's it's a hustle uh, cube. That's good. I have not <laughs> thought about a, a sushi truck. I think the the turnaround might not be that bad, but if you get a long line, that could be something. You know, that's that's the thing about mm. lines and waiting for your food and such. AJ, what would you want to see in Bellingham? So mine is actually a shout out. So. As much as I love all of these restaurants, not all of them have, they, they may have storefronts, but not all of them have uh, Meals on Wheels, right? Right. So in today's technological age, there's this thing called Uber Eats and stuff. Yes. I would like to point out that in our town, we had something that predated Uber Eats, and that's Viking Foods. Uh-huh. I would like to throw them a shout out because one, I have patronized their, their, their service several times. Um, especially when I was in the early the, the early days of daddyhood and I needed a burger and I needed it to my house. Yes. Um, they have an app on iOS and I believe Android as well. Uh, but any of the, uh, the vast majority of the storefronts um, that are in our town, if you need to get food, use their app, give them a holler. And I think it's like four bucks or something like that is their delivery charge for most of the Bellingham area. The convenience cost for getting the food when you want it. Exactly. Um, But no, there's uh, recently in in our travels, there was um, there's a lot of new up upstart um, uh, non-local technology companies that are getting into this. And I I like to give Viking Foods a shout out because they they kind of predated all of them. Absolutely. And and local. Bellingham style. Yep. And uh, g- give them give them a little bit of love. Yep. But on there, the reason why I point them out is because Wild Oat Bakery, which is our vegan bakery. Okay. Again, I'm gonna throw a shout out to our our, our vegan listeners. Absolutely. Um, they the uh, they don't have a food truck, but they are on Viking Foods. So if you honey, are really desperate <laughs> for that chocolate cake of awesomeness, which Chris Powell. One of these days we're going to have to record from Wild Oat and you will have to taste this tasty, delectable, it's vegan uh, cake. They're, they have this chocolate cake that is to die for. Let's let's uh, give that a try sometime this season on the Bellingham podcast. As we get into the Huga season. Yes. See what I, I did I there? So. See you, what I did there? Along, eh, eh. along those lines of trying different types of food. Um, this is going way off track and way off our, our <laughs> Welcome schedule. Welcome back. <laughs> yes. Uh, during our three week, two or three weeks of being off the stick, yeah. I tried an Impossible Burger. Mm. Let's get into this. Uh, well, proceed with caution. So I decided uh, going through the drive-thru at, wait for it, Burger King. Did the same thing. Okay, you did? Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, my wife did. We we took a night, uh-huh. and there was a coupon in the yeah. local mailer yeah. where it's just like, you buy buy an Impossible, you get a Whopper for free or something yeah, yeah. like that. So uh, I went down with, uh, you know, my wife and I were uh, in the car, and it's just one of those things, and there was an Impossible Burger, and I'm like, okay, I got to try this. So uh, it does not have any meat product. Or not, did not come from an animal. It is made of something. <laughs> Vegetables and other emollients that please do check uh, the listings because there are some allergens in there for yes. some folks. And in the drive-thru, I was told uh, that it might take a little while longer because their specific grill that they grill these Impossible Burgers ah. on, there was some kind of uh, uh, backup or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mind waiting. No. That's fine. So that tells me that they're not grilling it on the same grill as the other typical beef products. So cool. Son of a gun. 
<laughs> you can't tell the difference, could you? I couldn't. No, it tastes. It's that. It's that Whopper flavor. Whatever yes. that extract is that they put on it, mm. that's all it tastes like. It's to a me. Whopper extract. Well, I, a Whopper doesn't taste like a burger to me. It just. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. I swear they must put something in it on top of it or whatever yep. that makes that flavor. Well, you know, stay tuned, folks. Uh, you heard it here first, or at least somewhat first. Uh, the, the the synthetic meat, like uh, alternative alternative to meat. That's a good. Because I mean, synthetic it. meat sounds like like we're we're 3D printing meat yes. to me. Oh, like yeah. let's let's not let's not let's not alter carbon this. Okay. No, but uh, I do want to say, yeah, I think I, I honor everyone who has a, a non-meat diet uh, of some type of. Uh, situation that they have where they can't do that and good on you but when you feel like a burger yeah from the days of your ute yeah uh what a great opportunity to try something and you you can kind of hang socially if everyone's going to go get some fast food yeah. that impossible burger was frighteningly accurate yeah no from, the impossible burger brothers. that they're uh, impossible and beyond my wife has had both and basically they're interchangeable it's just i think it comes down to like 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 i was joking with the the whole bk thing is like seasoning flavoring right mm -hmm. like most of the time when you buy a burger especially here in the pacific northwest when it's grill fest there there is like a a a uh, almost religious right for those that prepare their patty you know what i'm saying yes. like some people put herbs in them some people put like hickory and stuff it's not just a plain burger anymore so with that said if it is just a method to bring tasty to the mouth does it have to be meat Boy, that's an interesting question. We should probably pursue sometime on a future episode. <laughs> Until then, let's take a fork in the show. A fork? Really? Or a spork. A spork? That, really? That's better. <laughs> that wraps up for this edition of the Belly Hump Podcast. Thank you again so much for putting up with Chris and I, uh, wherever you like to get our podcast. You know you love us. Oh, man. It's been great. Uh, remember, if you are in the Bellingham area, you might be tuning, uh, tuning into us terrestrially on... Community Power KMRE 102.3 FM and streaming worldwide. On KMRE.org. Ah, it's, it's been great to get back with uh, with you, Chris. I'm AJ Barsay. And I'm Chris Powell. Thanks once again for joining us on the Bellingham Podcast. You know, with all this food that we're eating, we need some kind of tasty beverage to wash it down with. Let's talk about that in October. Ooh, October. Mm -hmm.